Welcome to episode 58. I love this tune. It's a new dawn. It gets better. <laughs> it's a new life for me, yeah. And I'm feeling good. Ah, I really like this tune. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's a, it's a very interesting remix, and I've just laid in the second and third song. It's the third song only the bass, but the second song is that that. It sounds like a kind of a eerie voice, sort of in the background. Yeah. So introduced it to the listener's ear a little bit there, and then I sort of faded it out a bit again here for the lyrics, and I'm going to bring it back in later. <clears throat> so what's the set called, Kev? Well, the set is called In Between the Silence, and the reason for that is there are two very carefully chosen silences in the set, which mark the, the what I'm going to call the two different acts of the play. Well, I say play, the two different acts of the set, but I'm basing it on a, a premise, a play design premise, because drama is my background, and why not? Listen to this bit. I'll explain more as we go along. It's about to get pretty filthy here. Yeah, it's got a bit of meat to it, hasn't it? So we're dipping into the uh, the second song. Well, to be fair, the uh, the first song there is Feeling Good, but it's the Joel Corey remix of Nina Simone, obviously. Uh, and the second one that's coming in now is a very uh, very popular song at the moment by A Craze called uh, Do It Do It. This is the one in the Squid Game, isn't it? Yeah. That is a nice house breaking, that isn't it? Very good. So, um, let me just quickly explain. The idea for the set is based on, uh, there's a French playwright and theorist called uh, Eugene Scribe, and he came up with this idea of the well-made play, which I'm going to subvert slightly, you know, like all good dramatists do. But basically, it starts with the idea of a, there's a prologue, which paints uh, like a, a background for the audience, or in this case, our listeners. Uh, act one 
is about building dramatic tension. And then in act two, we get uh, the, the kind of climax of where all those complexities and all that dramatic tension builds to a, a climactic point. So the, the end of the prologue, there's a silence. At the end of act one, there's a silence. And at the end of act two, there's a kind of moment of quiet as we move into the kind of the epilogue where we have a, what we call a moralistic denouement, which basically means a happy ending. And that's the bit I'm gonna subvert because life isn't always like that, is it? <laughs> you put a lot of thought into this, haven't you? Oh, mate, this is one of the most planned out sets I've ever done. <laughs> so, this prologue is about setting up the kind of happy, dynamic lives of the characters. I'm not going to go into characterization in this episode because I've done that in an earlier episode. <laughs> but um, there's something wrong, there's something chaotic. So it's that house beat coming in. It uses like tech house, house. Uh, vocal heavy, punchy, lyrical, uh, and then we're going to dip it, at the beginning of Act 1 where we start to build the kind of dramatic tension, we dip into more deeper techno sounds. Uh, we're just about to lead up to that now. So we move from the, uh, the prologue into Act 1, here. And you get my point about building dramatic tension. Yeah, you're absolutely. getting into that, those kind of deeper tech house sounds. Because it's still vocal heavy, so it's still got that house edge. But it's deeper house, deeper technical house. Um, and and the, the notes are even longer and drawn out like in, in his singing rather than you know the punchiness of the Acraze song. Yeah. So it's just got this richer, fuller, bassier sound. So I've not listened to the set, but from what you've described, I'm imagining a uh, house dance music version of Pink Floyd The Wall. <laughs> I mean, it's right up there with the greats, mate. <laughs> uh, I went through the same artistic process. <laughs> There was one beat there where I, I was too late dropping the other two tracks out. Yeah. And there's one beat that lingered on, it really annoyed me. <laughs> but anyway, right, so this is Medusa, obviously. Uh, tell it to my heart. But the guy on it, the one who does the vocals, is Hosier. You know the guy who did um, Take Me to Church? Very, very, very good vocalist.
And then obviously in an act where you're supposed to be uh, building dramatic tension, there's gonna be ups and downs that are kind of leading in that general direction. But this one brings us up a little bit. Sky High by Gorgon City. I love going to Yeah, it's very full, rich sound, isn't it? Should we get listening on good earphones, people? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't said that for a while. <laughs> so have you got any gigs coming up soon, Dave? No. <laughs> I've done them all, exhausted them all before Christmas now. I might be having to play our staff Christmas party, uh, apparently. I oh, really? thought there was going to be a DJ then, and someone said to me the other day, you're going to play, right? And I'm like, um, I don't think that was the deal. <laughs> but yeah, maybe, I don't... Do you remember we did it? It's the same place, Dave, do you remember? When we were told we were ruining the night. <laughs> <laughs> By only one person, I might add. <laughs> I tell you what I'm doing next semester, so after Christmas, sorry, from beginning of January to middle of March, we're running a DJing after school club. It's running a what? A DJing after school club. Oh, amazing. I tried to get that set up as an ETA for students in our school as well, but. Yeah. Uh, it, it would become it would come with a proviso that parents would have to like pay for downloading the software and stuff. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, we've given them a couple of deck options that uh, comes with software, uh, and they'll buy the decks and then they'll we'll do it that way. So they're going to go out and buy their own decks. Yeah. My God, that's a good way of doing it. <laughs> if they're willing to pay, I mean. Definitely, and it's, it's, as you know, a skill that you can take anywhere and use, you know, high school, university, in a job, when you're nearly 40. <laughs> Brilliant. How many do you reckon you'll get? Uh, I reckon we've, we've kept it at 12, but I reckon we'll get maybe 8. Which is right. good. I, I want them to be able to play in pairs. Yeah, that's brilliant. Like you say, lifelong skills. Yeah. And then they'll be able to DJ their own uh, student parties. Yeah, exactly. We do a, like birthday we do a winter ball, like Halloween party, we do an end of the year party, the students will be able to play it themselves. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be brilliant to have, like, you know, whatever party is being held in school, led and DJed by those students? Uh, it's a brilliant idea. It's just about getting... Well, it's what I wanted to do here, but like, it's about getting the uh, permission to ask the parents to spend the money. <laughs> And we've got um, we've got the capacity set up in the canteen at lunch times. So once they're in and they've learned to play like 30 minutes or 20 minutes of their own stuff, we can pair them up to play 20 minutes, 20 minutes during lunchtime. 
and then we've got yeah. music on in the canteen. Amazing. It does mean I'm going to have to listen to some utter garbage music. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a... Some of the tunes' phones connected to a speaker today in the Pagola area, like just for Christmas tunes, and I was like, oh my yeah. god, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the 5th of December. So, yeah, you've got to put it with the garbage, haven't you? Well, it's all relative, actually. I suppose they should probably listen to our music and think, oh, that's absolute garbage. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, fine, whatever. <laughs> A change of pace here. Ah, uh, so I found this song recently. Yeah, it's Galantis and Years and Years. Um, so I wanted to the kind of ups and downs in Act One. So Act One's about 20 minutes. Five minutes, 20, 20, and five. Um, and yeah, and it should have ups and downs. There should be times when you're misleading your audience into thinking that the, the characters on stage are. There's, there's harmony there, and then other times when you drop it into doubt, because without that you can't build dramatic tension. But actually, if you listen to the, the, the content of the lyrics on this, which some of our listeners won't be able to do, Sarah, um, it is actually, whilst it sounds happy, it's actually got a bit of a sinister side to it so sort of implication is you're very good at sweet talking but actually there's not a lot of honesty there See? So I'm writing the, sc- the story. You made me believe that every lie was a beautiful sound. I'm writing the story in my head and I'm trying to imagine, like, th- this could be a musical. <laughs> this is why I am not, like, creating characters, narratives and stuff in this. I'm just telling you a little bit about the form and structure that you can populate it with your own imagination. Basically, this is the happy tune before it drops. We're going to go into some techno. Um, and we're going to move into some like more tamed uh, vocals and mechanical sounding techno to, to start to again take that tension in a different way. The equivalent of another brick in the wall, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the way I see this next bit is like a dream sequence, which shouldn't be in a well-made play, but. Artistic license. A good, a good drama teacher always loves a loves a good dream sequence. <laughs> so try and figure out what this dream sequence is about.
I know that voice. <laughs> Taking a very techno edge, hasn't it? Absolutely. Just with with her sort of pain vocals over the over the top of it though, it, I don't know. It, I just I just felt it's a bit dreamlike. And then when it goes into the next song, it almost oh yeah, with the echo as well. That's very dreamy. Yeah. And uh, with the next song as well, it goes into a bit more sort of a nightmarish turn. But again, ironically, against the backdrop of a song that most people consider to be a, like a beautiful or positive song, it's actually not. Which is also wanted to point out a little bit with the set. Because we had that sweet talker and then we got the next one. Which are actually not what people think are about. Set of the beat with her singing, yeah, and then this when it pulls it back together again, you're like, Oh, yeah, there it is. And this is where it takes a different edge. Listen to the lyrics, man. This is not a happy song. And we're keeping the uh, the techno of of London Grammar, yeah, yeah. It's a bit hard, Matthew, though. Yeah, definitely. Touch of the vintage culture. <laughs>
There's two like classic songs in this actually. But you realise there's this one and the uh, Nina Simone. <laughs> the very nice break coming up in a minute. That's real nice. Yeah, it's very nice that kind of again that rolling sort of staccato synth. Love it. And this is where I envisage the character sort of waking up. So we come out of that kind of dream sequence bit. Still in Act One. Still building the tension. This song feels rebellious to me. It's Armin Van Buren's new one. And it feels like one of the characters is now like standing up for themselves and saying no this is the the way i want to be or, or whatever like maybe we don't need your education exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'll stop trying to push pink floyd then you throw it now <laughs> wait it's exactly that it's pushing to get pushing back isn't it Very like I remember in that 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 it's break. It's a lot darker, like yeah. Mm. I like it though. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. So after this kind of act of rebellion, I sort of would envisage then the the kind of way we enter into the club now. The kind of. I don't know, um, courage, self-belief, going out, having uh, a good time. I don't know, this next song just sounds very clubby. And this was what I feared you were playing last week. <laughs> when you played, uh, when you played, um, all, all uh, high-low. It's awesome. His, his high-low alter ego is just like so much darker. So subtly trying to bring in the next song and this is where we move into act two so it's the second or sorry yeah the second um 
silence between the acts coming up. Uh, and there is a song that I've played before, but I definitely didn't use this version. This is uh, <laughs> heading in the direction, the trajectory of the, uh, the set. That was the swap over. The, the silence in this one is really marked. I think we're coming up to it around about now-ish. I keep you close but not too close, baby. Cause I have long my days and slaves. But when you leave, I'm falling deeper. The air in my lungs getting weaker. And you got like that bass. It's very nice, isn't it? But I know there's nobody else. And you got me wishing again Is it too late to be left wondering? You are my oxygen I can't stop breathing you in I'm breathing you in Very foreboding. <laughs> so is this Act 2? Yeah, this is the idea, is the, uh, this is Act 2 now, which is the, where we start to reach the climax. All the complexities and things unravel, start falling apart, or conflict happens, whatever, uh, whatever the climax is. So we're moving to more like Deep House stuff here. Well, not even Deep House, sort of deeper techno even. Um, much simpler, di uh, say dialogue, but simpler vocals, much more sparse use of vocals. Again, that drawn out notes in the singing. And there's bits where it's like entirely instrumental or there's very long periods without lyrics. The Terrace Dub remix of uh, Oxygen uh, by Gorga City. Right, and then finally, because I stretched it back for the last two down to like one or two tracks, we're kind of bringing it, bringing back in the, the heaviness. So. What you've got there is still the bass line of Hypnos, it was brought back in again. Just the bass. Um, but then mixing into the next song coming up, which is a David Guetta song <laughs> called uh, Domino. This is one of his future rave tracks. 
No, 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 it's not Future Rave, but it's a 2021 remix, so it's got Okay. It's got that sort of feel to it. That, that post-COVID remix kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit sort of like jagged. If you listen to the original Domino, it's a much more melodic. And I dropped the other one out there a little bit too early, but I wanted to accentuate the drop coming up in a minute. Again, it's just that kind of momentum building towards the, the climax. It's like, it's like, when it sort of moves to this, I just feel like it feels like momentum. I feel like I'm on a horse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Or a train. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really know what the musical term for it, but I feel like each of the the fourth of the floor part, each, each beat is being emphasized separately or something, and it gives a real sense of like. Oh, something's just been realised by the characters. Don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you putting this together, just having the time of your life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In my own head, I, I've got like a, I've got like a play, devised, devised play based on this, on this set, <laughs> or a piece of interpretive dance. You know me, my interpretive dance. <laughs> I felt it was getting a bit too, like, on the deep side of things. So I think in the next one I tried to build in a bit more. I don't. I can't remember if it's lyrics or whether it's just lighter harmonics. But is it Backstreet Boys? Uh, oh man, you got it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember what it is now. It's um, uh, Solomon. I mean, you know you're in a pretty dark place when you describe Solomon as lightening it up a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I thought that after I said it. I was like, no, it's not really lightening up, but it's just it's got a plinky funkiness yeah. over the top of it. <laughs> I think maybe that's what I was referring to. <laughs> an incredibly good remix, um, not an incredibly good mix this one by me to be fair. When I was, uh, when I was actually recording it, I got sidetracked at this point <laughs> and uh, I missed my uh, cue to come out of the song. So if I remember rightly, I fumbled my way out of it. I think we can just talk over the top of it if you want. That's usually what I do. 
No, no, didn't sound too bad. No, it sounds great. That sounds fantastic. He's got a good sound. I like a quite, yeah, he's quite unique, isn't he? And then we move to uh, someone a bit like Solomon next, someone that you like. Yeah, and he's got the same initials as Backstreet Boys. BB. I mean, it feels like there's more of a dialogue here between the the bass and the and the higher yeah. higher end of it. For sure. Whereas the other one was the previous one is just all bass driving downwards and downwards and downwards. This one kind of plays with that relationship a little bit, that conversation. And we move now into BB. German. DJ. Oh, Forest Break, yeah. <laughs> Yay! As soon as I, I, he played that crash to bring in his uh, synth, I'm like, yep, got it. <laughs> yeah. This this is token. This bit he now. He loves that. Before he comes in. And just like a bit of a synth explosion at the beginning before he drops in the beat. The song, <coughs> if you didn't pick that up from that, was not. Well, actually, what do you think he's saying? The heat wave. Ah, actually, you're closer, closer to the, the actual <laughs> name of the song than I was. <coughs> I thought he was saying, be brave. Oh. But you'll hear that now. What is he when saying? He feel this is like Boris Brachia's song. Oh, there it was. It's Be Flame, apparently, as in Be A Flame. But it's actually uh, uh, an acronym. Acronym, sorry. Don't know what it means. <laughs> F-L-A-M-E. I feel like this sound, this song sounds like a monologue to the audience, like direct address. 
this uh, this track when I listen to it always makes me kind of like think inward. So he's an artist uh, or a DJ called Arch. Oh yeah, I've, I've heard stuff from Arch. Like I've seen it coming up in my playlist. Yeah, he's done quite a lot of stuff with Christoph. I think Christoph's um, assisted on this. This is a, quite a new one. Yeah. Yeah, most of the, the tracks in this set are new music that I've listened to over the last couple of weeks. I just wanted to really, really think about how I wanted to structure it. Because if you think about Nina Simone right back at the beginning and that kind of house way we started and where we're at now, it's, it's maintained the same trajectory really. And then a classic, another third classic. Oh yes. So the last song with uh, obviously Arch is Illusions, and this is now uh, Frankie Wilde's remix of Olive. Um, You're not alone. And again, it's another one that I thought was like a really like happy song, but it could be interpreted the other way round as well. For sure. I love the, the way that song echoes. The, the, the vocals echo in the same repeating pattern as the... You can hear the bass and the synth echo. But because the vocals are so interspersed, it doesn't... It's really effective to make the vocals stand out. Yeah. So yeah, the, the sample's quite short and they're spaced apart, so you can use that extended echo for... Yeah, absolutely. So this is the kind of the resolution of Act 2 basically with this song. It's the idea that, you know, actually you, you're you not alone, but actually we all are in varying degrees. Uh, and wait till the end of time with you, or wait till the end of time, is like this idea that time is the healer. Surely it's plain to 
So yeah, that was it. And then, uh, so that's the kind of the resolution of it, is that um, time is the great healer and that it's just a... What your, your understanding of alone is different for everyone. Uh, and that the thing that you will always look back on is that you will always look back on those people and still remember them in the way that you choose to. So there we go, a little upbeat for our happy ending towards the end here. Is this when all the cast come on stage and do their like... Yeah, this is the encore, dance. man. This is where everyone comes out with the jazz hands and everything. <laughs> So yeah, I realised that, you know, if I'm going to take it that deep and dark and meaningful, I'm going to treat it like a, like a Shakespeare play, a Shakespearean tragedy, you've got, to have, you've got to have a bit of comedy on afterwards to lighten the mood, haven't you? Absolutely love this song. It's beautifully mixed as well. Yeah, that was quite a complicated one to be fair. Game recognizing game. <laughs> I like. Um, I've been listening to a few far uh, pieces by far. F A R R. Uh, this one's called Hear Me. I love this tune. Yeah, it's amazing. It's an interesting break coming up. So I suppose it does tie in actually because your realisation at the end of the second act, what I've shown before, then it leads to your healing. And then interestingly, as the final closing song, not by accident by the way, is it you boys? Inner Light. Oh. No, no, it's Inner Light. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely want Backstreet Boys in this one, don't you? Um, inner Light by Rufus the Soul. I love Rufus the Soul. Yeah. Well, I just like the, the running together, this idea like heal me, and then that from that understanding comes finding your inner light. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, try to explain like dramatic concepts to a non dramatist. <laughs> if you put it in like, a spreadsheet, I'd be all over it. I know. <laughs> I should have done that. <laughs> 
My set next week is going to be based on a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> this song represents the formula that goes in cell C6, which then... <laughs> Taking it right back up, right back into house. We've got this cool sort of drum and bass type thing going on. I was, I was going to say, it's very drum and bassy, isn't it? So this is the Model Man remix um, of Inner Lights by Rufus Dussault, so just in case you actually want to listen to the original, it's not this. What have you got, Dave? Oh, Pretzels. <laughs> You're going to say go it in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I've just remembered, I did a little add-on at the end of a, of a song I recently found. It's not new, but it is one that I, I don't know, it felt like it was sort of fitting with the direction things were going. By a, by Motorcycle. Never heard of them. Or him, or her, I don't know. It's called, uh, As The Rush Comes. Because I thought, where you go after this set is maybe up into a little, a little bit of trance stuff. Anyway, a bit of a tag on at the end, but I do... I just thought it's worthy of putting it in there because I've been listening to it recently. Yeah, she's got a nice vocal. But you could totally springboard from this into more chancy stuff afterwards, yeah. Oh, 
this song to this set is like when Serge Tankian from System of a Down sang all of his System of a Down classics after having just played like a, an hour and a half long orchestral piece about a whale. <laughs> it's a very weird evening in Kiev. <laughs> Still, System of a Down though, I'd love to see them live. <laughs> And I think I got to quite an abrupt ending. I just thought I played enough of the song for people to get a, a gist of it, um, and I just went to like a like a uh, what's it called? No, no, a bit bit crushed. That's oh, it. Yeah, like a, a bit crushed echo ending. And that's it. Episode fifty-eight, which is um, vaguely inspired by dramatic structures and stuff I've been listening to. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I all the way through I could imagine, I mean, a stage. Sometimes it was like a, like a full-on musical theatre stage. Sometimes it was like a, a stage that, like NCBS or what we've got in Boston with just people on. And I'm not really listening to what they're saying. I'm just watching what's happening. And you could see if they're angry or if they're disappointed or if they're in, dreaming, for example. The whole thing was happening on different stages, just different characters, different... There wasn't a storyline, but I understood the journey they were all on. It was really Yeah, good. and that's the point. And that's the, that's the kind of the, the point of focusing on form and structure as opposed to like getting bogged down in the, the narrative. Um, and that's what I was trying to do with the set. Uh, I just basically, I wanted some way for structuring it in my head of putting together uh, like a set that felt like it had a, a progression... Um, and I was just, I've been just experimenting a lot with kind of moving from one genre into the next and how long to stay with that genre. And, you know, I don't know, it was just, I just kind of tied it in with this well-made play idea. But really, uh, it, it's kind of just an exploration of kind of how different genres can fit together in the space of a night, which I feel like I, I do sort of quite intuitively, but I don't, what like, you know, when you are a DJing a party and stuff and you sort of sense from the crowd when to switch it. But <clears throat> and I think when you're DJing for a party, it's a different, it's a different um, switch up feel. Like you can you can be very flexible in what you play, and then when you go to play in a, like a professionally at a venue, you're like, oh, they only want to hear tech house uh, between this BPM and this BPM. <laughs> mm, yeah, and I I was sort of inspired by watching a, a few of the, you know that now that a lot more venues are opened up, so I was watching some of the the YouTube videos of like things that have been on at the print works, like, you know, camel fat and this, that and the other. <clears throat> um, and you sort of get a sense that, you know, they don't deviate from that. They're not taking requests from the crowd and things like that. They're, and there's a sort of sense of story and there's a, a chosen order to the music. And I, I don't know, it's just, I suppose I was just experimenting with that really and kind of moving from one in section into the next. Anyway, glad you enjoyed, mate. Um, what's coming up next week? Next week, I'm doing a set based on an Excel spreadsheet. I'm going to start in column. 
I do. I'm almost like a, it's pretty much planned. I'm missing. You've left me just this vast, vast area of a wrist board, which has got like seven different areas, and it's all Russia. <laughs> oh yeah, you, mm. but the the wrist board itself is like the 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 area of Russia is quite big, though, isn't it? It's not very broken up, so you could probably go up into that and down into I mean, different areas. I mean, yeah. So I, I've jumped into Russia, out of Russia, into Russia, out of Russia a couple of times. Um, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm. I'm I'm trying to find new artists with good music that's modern that fits with the rest of the journey. It's good. It's going to be a really good set. I'm looking forward to it. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm totally looking forward to it as well. Uh, so what? That might be next week or no? Maybe next week. It's 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 a busy week. Um, lots happening. If I, I'm up for doing a set, it might not be the risk one. We'll see how it goes. Cool. All right. Well, watch this space and uh, thank you very much, guys, for tuning in, and we'll see, see you next, next week. week.